Hello there, it's Dan here. It's February the 22nd and just one week to go until the new series of In the Key of Q begins with the fantastic British rapper Q-Boy. But until then, maybe it's time to drop in on an old friend of the show. This is In The Key Of Q, featuring musicians from around the world who inspire my queer identity. Everybody is welcome to the conversation, whatever beautiful identity pleases you. Music helps us feel connected and know that we are not alone. This program is made possible thanks to the financial support of listeners like you over at patreon.com slash in the key of Q. And remember to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Dan Hall. Tune in and be heard. And next, I welcome back onto the show a guest who first premiered in March on our very, very first day of release. It is the gorgeous, gorgeous Ty McKinney. Ty, hello. Hello. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, he's still got a smile on his face. Oh, thanks. You know, I try, you know, to smile. Will COVID make him sad? No, it won't. He will always have a smile. (laughs) I will always have my smile. That is true. (laughs) So, Ty, what have you been up to since, I think we last spoke when I was making the Black Queer America specials last summer, but we haven't properly spoken about your music for a while. So what's been happening since last year? Um, Since last year, I've been uh, recording and writing um, in my studio setup uh, at home. I've just been writing songs, demoing songs, figuring out what's the next thing and actually you inspired <laughs> this next project because um in is it called, interview- it's not called loud english arsehole is it <laughs> no it's not it's not but we might have to get you on an interlude or something <laughs> um but uh no when you asked me a question in my interview about would a 12 year old tyree like the music that um, I'm making now, and I was like, no, yeah, <laughs> probably would be like he switched the station. He switched the station, and I was like, huh, Tyree. Who was I say? Tyree would, Tyree would be kind of pissed off about the music he's I'm making because Tyree was a pop pop guy. Like he loved Top Forty. Like he loved Christina Aguilera. He loved Britney. He loved. Um, um, he, well, he still loves Beyonce. <laughs> um, but uh, So would he listen to any of your songs or would he be just like, wrong station? <laughs> he would... Hmm, that's a good fucking question. Would he actually turn the shit off? <laughs> he might. Actually, he might have turned the shit off. And so he, the songwriting that I've been doing within the last year has been um, related to my inner child um, and sort of healing that inner child and like reconnecting with him and saying the things that he really wanted to hear and say when he was younger. Uh, so it's been a lot about that, like kind of like getting back to self-recentering. So I'm excited to put these songs out and, um, you know, kind of like, I guess, really put that inner child on display and kind of 
satisfy him um in a way um that he's like i've always done that with my music as far as like oh my dream is to be an artist and i've done that but i feel like this project is more so like a you know oh no this is like one of those like oh i'm making a dream come true kind of a thing um and saying like oh like i know i sing about guys and stuff but i'm like i'm really like oh wow i'm like no holds bar like, <laughs> like i'm talking about sleeping with a guy i'm talking about falling in love like in love love and having those like you know rom-com moments like i wish i had i wish that was you know I, I we were still in love i wish you know i was over here but i'm not like those you know those kind of like dramatic kind of moments but you know in a black queer lens and i'm like wow like i'm actually humanizing my existence in a normal way it's a weird way to explain it but it just feels like oh wow like i'm actually reconnecting and talking to my inner child and so i gotta thank you for that because you inspired that you inspired the whole writing process for this next project and if i'm not mistaken ty you have a photograph don't you of the young tyree in your studio is that that's to inspire you wasn't it yes it, it, and it do is. good by him and to do good by him yes is to always to remind myself like this you have you you do this for him you do this for him because you didn't see anybody like yourself singing the songs that you wanted to sing about and sing the top sing about the topics that you wanted to you know hear so you do it for you so that's what's been going on this last year and what's it been like for you reaching out to him if you had any surprises um <laughs> the surprise more so is that i forgot how feisty and like sassy that I was as really? a kid yeah, like I, people tell me that in like interchangeable like conversations that I've heard, like, oh, he's pretty sassy. I was like, I'm not sassy. And then I like when I get on stage and like I get, you know, more comfortable with like myself and I'm very inviting and like this this sort of personality comes out where I'm just like very, you know, showboaty. I'm very like, you know, what's up? <laughs> like, you know, it's very um, energetic and it's very he's very um, fiery. And a lot of that um, is in a couple songs uh, that I, I wrote. I was like, oh, this is, hmm, okay. You got a little attitude. <laughs> That's amazing. So were you, in a way, expecting to find a slightly shy, kind of closeted, wouldn't say boo to a goose, little boy who, who was just sort of terrified of the world? And actually, what you found was a little bit more, as you said, fiery than that. Yeah, mo yeah more self-assured than... And I remember when I was a kid, I was very much self-assured. I knew what I wanted. I knew who I was. I knew what I could do. Like, no one could tell me anything. Um, and so reconnecting with that energy has been uh, fun, scary, because now embodying that energy as an adult and, you know, being more cognizant of the world is kind of like, are you really like are comfortable do, being yourself like all of you <laughs> in this world and the answer is yes but it's still kind of like a relearning process of not filtering uh that self and not caging him up anymore it's letting him be free i'm gonna move right next to lightston where his spirit is still in the air gotta hurry before gentrification kicks i'm a folks with nappy hair Cause ain't nothing like walking fresh with Douglas when you get that fresh line. So I gotta hurry and stack my chips if I'm gonna make it there in time. Cause I want a brownstone in Harlem. I gotta own one brownstone in Harlem. I gotta own one. I'm gonna need one. 
Now, we've had COVID the entire time that we've known each other, and yeah. COVID is still floating around. How's that been for musicians such as yourself? It's been touch and go. Um, one minute there's, oh, everyone's doing a show, and the next minute we have an outbreak and everything's canceled and everything's getting shut down. and It's scary, and everybody's like, get a booster shot. And I'm like, oh my God, why do we have to get a booster shot? I, I'm boosted, by the way. But <laughs> just the whole, Just as Spotify you know, doesn't pull your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> that stuff. Oh, wow. That, that has been kind of extreme to even just witness, but yeah, it's just, it's just been kind of like touch and go like one minute where everything's, you feel like it's kind of getting back to a sense of normalcy. And then the next minute it's like, nope, we're still in this. So, you know, mind your P's and Q's and just take it a day at a time, truly. And do we have any glimpses on the horizon of a Ty McKinney tour to the UK so we can hear you live <laughs> Here in London, I'm doing my best. I literally was talking to the ism a couple of weeks ago about. You this. don't want to talk to that Trump. He's nothing but bad news. That boy. I love him. I love him to pieces. That is my bandmate. I love him to pieces. Uh, and we were talking about, you know, we just need to book a one way flight and just go to London and never Absolutely come back. Absolutely, come and stay in my house. I look. I am trying. I am trying. Once I get my finances in order, I will be on your couch. Like, make, make no mistake. I am. Tr I have my passport ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. And speaking of Kiev Q guest, I saw on TikTok that you did some kind of duet thing with Farello Star, which yeah, was amazing. Yeah. yeah, that was a fun thing. Um, I love Farello Star's music. Uh, I, I I hope to collab with him one day. And I love his new single, Download. That's, it's so good, um, isn't it? It's so good. It's so sexy. I yeah. just, it makes you just want to like, you know, grind a little bit. And he did this like open verse challenge on TikTok, which is like all the rage right now. And I was like, you know, this this is a nice like songwriting exercise because I've done one, <clears throat> excuse me, I've done one for uh, other like TikTokers and whatnot. But I was like, okay, no, this is somebody I know. So like, let me just, you know, see what I can do. Like tap into my sexy side a little bit because I'm a little nervous to, like when I'm actually sexual, like because it's such a, a private thing so to put mm -hmm. like something like that on display is kind of like oh my god but i'm like no this is normal you're an adult you can talk about sex it's okay like if your mom watches sorry mom but <laughs> your, your son has sex and he's been had sex so as we're gonna, indeed we're... one presumes at some point did she yes because <laughs> how would i be here <laughs> uh i'm i'm definitely old enough to talk about this now so i was like okay let me talk let me try to get into his vibe for a little star's vibe and um he, he really liked it i was very surprised and pleased to hear because i'm like oh my god like i don't really sing about like sex sex like that so this is like nerve unnerving for me but uh it was uh well received by not only him but um my peers and stuff on social media so i was like oh this is nice Okay, I'm gonna talk about this more. <laughs> we're singing about it more. <laughs> so we're gonna start to see a, a saucier Ty McKinney. It's not just it's not just Ty's cute, chill. Let's have ice cream and do snuggles. Now it's like we'll do that, but could you also take your pants off? I will be more. I would say a little saucy. There's one song in particular where I'm ve I'm very still Ty McKinney, like tongue in cheek. But if you pick up like certain lines, you'll be like, oh. <laughs> It's very much like for for queer folk, like you're like, oh, oh I see what you did there. A lot of you know uh, double entendres and stuff. So yeah, uh, there's one song in particular that I know you're probably gonna be like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, what's funny is usually that line, and I certainly with me, usually that line whenever you get it in in queer music is the realization, oh, he's versatile. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Pretty uh, much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, y'all. Exclusive. Uh, <laughs> But yes, it's a song that I'm talking about. <laughs> it should be the lead single or for this next project, but I have to like get the finances in order to get it properly produced. But it's called Sleeping with a Friend. <laughs> and it's about <laughs> a longtime friend of mine from school that I've known for like 12 years. And we never looked at each other that way. We thought of we, we, each other as attractive, but never like cross the line of that because we just we were strictly platonic but in the more recent years i guess because of loneliness and just isolation we've like he made the first move as far as like letting me know that he thought i was you know sexually attractive and i was like well i mean i know about your ex-boyfriends and they all have been crazy so i guess i'm curious and then one thing led to another we started sleeping with each other and now it's a thing (laughs) (laughs) it's a thing it's a thing. It's a thing. Um, yeah, it's a thing. It's not a dating thing, but it's it's been a thing for a minute, uh, <laughs> an on and off thing. And it's like, what? What is this? And I talk about that in the song. Like, what is this? But Ty, are you blushing? I <laughs> I am because I when you listen to the song, I truly did not expect this to happen. Like from this person. So the fact that it happened and the fact that <laughs> I'm still like. Trying to wrap my head around, like, what is this? Like, I just talked to him the other the other night, and it was like, what in the? This is weird. It's a weird friendship now. It's an intimate friendship, as we both sort of like claimed it. Like, it's an intimate friendship. We're not dating. Um, we're not trying to be boyfriends because um, I don't know if we could survive that. But you know, there's something there, and it, we acknowledge it. So we're just. <laughs> We're, we're allowing ourselves to experience it. And how does he feel about you writing a song about this and releasing he it? He does not know. <laughs> <laughs> he does not know. Um, I don't know if I'm going to tell him that, the song's about him, because I, he's not the only friend that I've actually had sex with, but as far as like these feelings and this whole like what is going on like he is the one that i would say he like that this sort of emotional territory is very like foreign with so he'll know it's about him because there'll be certain things that he'll 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 pick up on um but i made it very like you know descriptive where like people won't be like oh so you're talking about that like no you no you don't know who this is about so <laughs> So it's not like the chorus is going, well, Richard, Richard, yeah, Richard, yeah, no. Richard. <laughs> no, there's no, no, no Taylor Swifting here. <laughs> no, there is no name calling. No, no. I thought about it because I'm like, his, his name would be interesting to put as a song title. But I was like, eh, nah, nah, nah. His name nah, isn't Dick, is it? No, no. It'd be so perfect <laughs> if it was. It'd be so perfect if his name was I know Dick. you could just call your song... <laughs> I love Dick. I love Dick. Yeah, that'd have been a great song. I may be from the A, but I can do a little shake. And you best to believe it, baby, I'm here to stay. You can knock me down, but I'll get back up. But try me again, you don't want these problems. I wish they'd leave us the hell alone. Cause everything around us, they already own. Time to leave something for us. I said it's time to pay some reparations.
Nations Cause I want a brownstone in Harlem I gotta own one brownstone in Harlem I gotta own one I'm gonna keep one Before it's said and done brownstone I had a lot of like I was listening to a lot of retro music um, While I was at work And that song in particular Brownstone in Harlem I wrote that around 2017 uh, because at the time I was really getting like acum- <laughs> acclimated to Harlem. Um, I was like just going to get my hair cut there. I was hanging out in Harlem. It was just really kind of like getting to know the neighborhood. And then there was a bunch of gentrification going on. And I, uh, in particular, they were trying to rename um, the neighborhood of South Harlem, like Soha, like Soho. Um, oh, and, for um, goodness sake. Really? Yeah. And, uh, yeah it, and it got pushed back with like a lot of like, um, bad press and um this, this uh you know na- you know locals of the neighborhood and everything and i was like you know i'm i just merely adopted the city only being there for like an hour i'm not an hour well an hour in uh, a year <laughs> um i was like no you are not renaming this historical neighborhood as that like what the hell uh, so and that inspired me to write that song um but i still felt uncomfortable kind of like putting it out because it, we were at a very sort of racially charged time. We're always in a racially charged time, but within the past four or five years, it was very much like, ah, like everything was on edge. And I was very hesitant to sort of embrace my blackness because I wasn't raised with the notion that I needed to do that. It was more so you're black. Mm-hmm. But and as I became more of an adult, I was like, no, I am proud to be black and I it should be okay to be black. I shouldn't be living in fear to express my blackness and express my you know black pride and queer pride because the neighborhood of Harlem has both of those um, um, it, both those identities in that intersection. like it has that in its history. Um, and so in the song, I shout out you know Langston Hughes because I, I visited Langston Hughes's Brownstone, which is on the uh, the cover art that's his apartment <laughs> uh where i shot ah, the cover yes um and i remember going t- to visit there for the first time in 2017 and i was just so inspired i was like all this history right here and then like not only just black history but black queer history yeah. was here um and it's still in the air um so i wanted to make sure both of those both of my identities were represented and um, sang in a very prideful way. Uh, and yeah, so I was like, no, we're putting this out. I, I, I'm i just going to put it out. And and I don't, you know, I don't care about any sort of negative views on it. Um, I need to do this for myself uh, instead of withholding myself back and silencing myself. I'm allowed to express uh, my pride and to call out, you know, racism, gentrification. I have the right to do that. <laughs> it affects me every day. So let's put it in the music. Absolutely. And not to be apologetic about it. Yeah, not to be apologetic about it. So yeah, that that was a sort of a shift in the artistic direction, but also in like the mental, spiritual um, progression as well. Because I'm usually like, yeah, like, you know, I, I say these things in my mind, but I never like truly vocalize them in my art and so to do that now it's like wow okay that's how that feel that feels good <laughs> i want to do that some more uh, so yeah ty thank you very much for coming back on in the key of q and updating us on your gorgeous art history thank you for having me <laughs> I, brownstone in harlem i 
got her own one, brownstone in Harlem. I got her own one, I'm gonna get one before it's said and done. Brownstone in Harlem. I got her own, yeah. I got her own, yeah. Look, Ty, you go and have yourself a shower now you're back from the gym and yes. uh, have a cold shower, I suggest. <laughs> <laughs> I should have a cold shower. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can support In the Key of Q via Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Theme music is by Paul Lee Nidu at unstoppablemonsters.com with press and PR by Paul Smith. Help others discover new queer musicians by rating and reviewing in the key of Q wherever you find podcasts. Thanks to Kaj and Murray for their continued support and to you for subscribing. The show is made of Pup Media. I'm Dan Hall. Go listen to some music and I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs>